Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 176 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co-host, Brian Galloway. Brian, what is going on, sir? Not much. I think it's, uh, you know, I think we are seeing a new turnaround with um, the weather. I have never seen anything like this where Florida is cold. Up north, it's warmer. It's almost like, yeah, is there global warming? I don't know. But all I know is Florida's the Florida's now the 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 frozen tundra of the United States. You know, I, I can't believe anything. And Evan, you moved away, and you're living in a colder place than I do. It is um, what the locals are saying. It is a little unseasonably cold right now. But um, you know, also this summer was like un like ridiculously unseasonably hot. So it seems like we've gotten some polar opposite weather recently. But um, very interesting stuff. So today, Brian, we um we had we have several plans in the works, Spoonies. We got a lot of guests coming on. Brian is fresh off of Disney. He's got a lot of cool stuff and cool thoughts to share. But to release sort of a little timely of an episode, we want to talk about Epic Universe because it is on the forefront of a lot of people's minds as the day we're recording this uh, Universal Creative parks they released a a video and some more details about epic universe so we kind of want to break that down what is epic universe going to be and how is disney going to respond to this because brian i don't know about you but especially in their promo video they sent out if you look at this park it looks like it is incredibly well thought out yeah i i in in fact um evan was nice enough to share the promo video with me and um, I've, I've been a little under the weather, so I hadn't been online that much. And I saw it, and I said, wow, they did a good job. Um, it's very Disney-esque. And I know there were a lot of Imagineers that yeah. did work on this project. Um, it, it was well thought out. And there was, there was two things that really got me um, with the way everything's broken down. And we'll talk about it. More than anything else, there's two things. And I'm not a big fan of Universal, but... Um, I am going to be drawn to this and I know my family well, so this is going to be very interesting. So, you know, the, the premise of this park, okay, is it's called Epic Universe, which I'm actually kind of excited that to me, it has a theme, which, you know, that typically like Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios, Florida is themed around the movies and the different stuff that, you know, of course, Steven Spielberg had a huge play into the original parks and rides and stuff like that because a lot of his movies drove some of the original attractions and now they've overhauled a ton of stuff like jaws is gone back to the future is gone a whole lot of stuff is gone with universal but he he had a a a hand in that but it's never really had a theme unlike you know magic kingdom and well it was hollywood studios 
it still is Hollywood Studios, but we're curious about the theme thing right now. But Animal Kingdom and, of course, Epcot, they all have themes and they all have lands and, and certain flows to them that Universal has always been missing. But I think Epic Universe is the first one that has this theme. And essentially, the front of the park is like you're entering in through a portal. And so instead of different worlds or lands, I mean, they may call them lands individually, but you access these worlds through portal entrances. And that's how you get into the front of the park. When you walk into the park is this area called Celestial Park. And it's almost like a Magic Kingdom hub and spoke design to where you can access from Celestial Park these other lands. The lands are... Um, a how to train your dragon land. They Which have is a with, great, a great, great movie. Like that's great movie. That's a that's one of my favorite movies. I love that whole series is great. Excellent, excellent. <clears throat> um, Super Nintendo World, which we have seen in Universal overseas, and also now out on the West Coast, is just a super, super cool thing. And Brian, I know if you're like me when you're younger, you're playing Mario. Uh, not younger just, now. Uh, well, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. We still play. Um, oh yeah, I no, love Mario it's, Kart. It's this is going to be this is this is going to be a game changer. Game changer. I, I'm sorry, it is. And 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 that. I mean, great. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But I I think if you com- compare it to other places, people are going to be coming out of their way to go there because this has not even people that don't like Universal are going to come here because of that that beloved. IP of of uh, Nintendo. Yeah, absolutely. And then the next world is uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, but the Ministry of Magic. And, you know, they currently have Diagon Alley and they currently have Hogsmeade and their other two Florida parks. And now they're going to have a, the majority of the section is going to be the Ministry of Magic. And then a side section of like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, that 1920s vibe. And they said that there's a ride in this land that is too exciting to announce right now. So we'll see what that's going to be. And Brian, the next one is one I am so excited about. And it's really funny that, that Universal's doing this because it's almost like they're doing an aha or, you know, something in Disney's face because fans have been talking about a villains park forever. And now they're going to have a section of this park called dark universe. And it's going to be devoted to all of the, classic monsters well, yes and it's not and it, again it's not villains per se because i think they're going to have some kind of a villain con thing with minion park eventually but i it's it's the universal monsters it's the beloved frankenstein the werewolf the mummy yep. Yep. all those the ones that you know everybody loves and that everybody grew up with um that's amazing, right? It's not even it's not tied to a movie, it's not tied to anything. These are these are the classic characters. There's going to be um, two rides in this land. We don't know what they I are am, yet, but all I know is like that as much as I want to, I want to go see the Nintendo area, this is my next one I really care about. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and imagine what they're going to do around Halloween in that area. I mean, who Oh my knows? goodness. They already do, you know, the big time um Oh gosh, Brian, it's escaping my my mind. What do they do? Uh, Halloween oh, Horror Nights. The, Hollywood, the ho- Horror Nights, yeah. The horror yeah, Nights, Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. Yeah, so they do that at the other, you know, main park, but I'm sure that they're going to probably, you know, do something a little crazy surrounding that too. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about that. And then, you know, to me, that Celestial Park area 
is going to be really different. So uh, they're going to have a couple of attractions there. They're going to have like a carousel thing. Then they're also going to have a dual launch coaster. It's going to do something that um, I, I don't know that any other coaster does where coaster vehicles are going to have an inverted crisscross speeding past each other in the air. That's pretty cool. And also they will have a, um, it, it, the fountains in the park will reach up to 135 feet tall. Yeah, you know that I looked at the at the layout. It kind of looked like Epcot a little bit. I was like, oh, what are they are they're really cop? They're going after Disney. They've targeted Disney. That's um, exactly what I think. And you know what else is funny? That in City Walk, which is you know Universal's kind of Disney yes. Springs, right. they are going to be opening up a preview center, is what they're calling it, <laughs> oh for Epic Universe. So that kind of like what they had for Epcot and also the old Walt Disney World preview center that closed. So, yeah, they were really going after Disney. I mean, saying you're going to open up a preview center for Epic Universe at CityWalk that people can come in and look and could probably see models and kind of see teasers or what that's going to look like. But, man, I mean, this is a, a lot of stuff. And I think that for once this is, you know, their answer to a themed park. Yeah, I think that they've gotten, they you know, they've never done this before. But now they're coming up with this concept. Well, maybe because they got new people to work on it. But um, yeah, I I am very very impressed with what I'm seeing now. When is this due to come out? Summer of twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw a lot of works been going on. I actually got to see from a distance. You know, a lot of you could see a lot of the work going on. You're like, wow. Uh, I didn't know what it was until I saw the preview. Now I know, and I'm. But even looking at, if you look at the layout, the way you, the hub and spoke, you're right. It's it's the only thing that's interesting to me is the um, the icon is the hotel. Yeah, which is interesting. I've never seen that before. That Disney, no Disney parks ever done that because they don't have the hotels in the park. This hotel is in the park. This is going to be very different, man. It looks really nice. There's going to be 500 rooms there. It looks super upscale and it says it's a one-of-a-kind kind of immersive hotel and park experience now the grand californian does does have its own entrance into yes yeah a park does. but it's i don't think it's as in the park as this one's looks like it's no you be. can only you can see you can see from some of the rooms into the park but not um not all and second of all it's not like it's it, it's 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 attached to the park. It is 100. percent It's also attached to downtown Disney. Um, yeah. But this is this is very different. This is like part of the park. Right. It looks like a part of the park. And then of course they're also, which they're almost done with these. They're going to be done with these in, I think like the maybe quarter one. These the what is it the Terra Rosa and the Stella Luna resorts, which are beautiful too. Uh, those already have a good bit of the outside sort of rainbow looking colors and tiles that they've put on these. And it's going to have a space theme in these resorts. So, I mean, you know, you got three new hotels, you've got a new park with theme lands. So you're going to have a property now. Now this is a little off property. Okay. For universal, you're going to have to, you know, it's not like you can walk or anything like that. It's going to be, you know, bus ride 
only. It's going to break their sort of, hey, come into CityWalk, access both of our parks kind of thing that they have going on. You have to get on a bus and travel over here. But at the end of it all, you'll have three parks and one water park for Universal. And I don't know, this will add three additional hotels and they have probably five hotels right now. So they'll have, I don't know, somewhere eight or nine hotels and and four parks, including a water park. So they are, that's a good bit for that area. Yeah. I, and again, I, I have, so off the top of my head, no, I'm again, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. So that, that is not, that, that whole thing is not thrilling me in one bit at all. So I, that doesn't bother me. Now there are a lot, I mean, obviously there are a ton of Harry Potter fans all over the place. So that's going to be a prime destination for those people. Mm-hmm. Um, the the how how you train your dragon okay that's a very good movie we said it's a great movie a great series of movies um yeah, yeah. but are people are people going to be traveling to go see that probably not but that's a great added benefit right right now dark universe and you know the the universal monsters that's a whole different crowd of people that oh, are going to come to that like right there yeah. yeah, this is going to be, that's going to be super interesting to people that come. These, you know, the Comic-Con people, they, they, there's going to be a lot of these people coming. Um, the Chiller Theater groups and all those kind of things, they're going to be coming. So that's, that's, that's really cool because you're, you're mixing, you're getting a new, like, deluge of different types of people that, you know, not are always the same people, you know, like in your IPs. But then you have one of the largest, like, you, we talk about Star Wars being great. Nintendo is oh, man. on par, if not more. Um, so I, I have a feeling that's going to be the hotbed of this place, right? You, have to, you know, if we have a heat map, that's where the that's where the biggest crowds are going to be. That's where everybody's going to want to go. And looking at what I saw, I was like, I got to go. I have to, I have to be there. I'm like, I'm, I'm what? You know, I got to go. I got to go meet Wario, and I got to go. Like, forget this. It's yeah, got to, yeah. you know, I I got to get over there. Um, I am yeah. dying to get there. That is going to be, that's going to be something that we're going to have to, we're going to plan around going there. And so what's going to happen is Disney's, Disney's, Disney is going to lose us for a day. Yeah. You know, you know, we, we haven't, we haven't been drawn, you know, even though I, I, I kept on telling my daughter the last trip was like, hey, let's go to Peppa Pig world. No, no, no. You know, this right. one, if I say, let's go here, she'd be like, yep, let's go. Um, this will draw people away from Disney. Like again, we'll, Will the other things draw you away from a family vacation? Maybe, maybe not. Um, if they if they're doing it now with Harry Potter, that's that's the only thing I could see. But you you know, there's a Disney fan and a Universal fan. Well, this is going to break that mold a little bit. You're going to start seeing people saying, you know what, I'm going to go to Universal for two days because I want to go to Super Nintendo World. Um, that is, you know, Epic is my place for this trip, and. The thing about that is, you know, you know, Disney loses the people in the parks, but they also lose all the other revenue, like the food, and and all that other stuff, and the souvenirs. Um, they're all, it's all going to be lost to this new park, and um, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to come back with. Yeah, I mean, with their current two parks, okay, they just don't compare to Disney at all. There's there's nothing about them. There's they're not designed to even look close to what a Disney park would look like, even with the landscaping. I'm not, I'm not saying it's trashy looking or anything like that, but it's more, they feel more, I don't know the word like urban cityscape kind of parks, right? They're, they're heavy focused on the steel 
you have the, you know, you have certain areas and lands of these parks, but they're just not, they're, they are a, a, they're definitely not as bad as Six Flags, but they're, they're nicer. Okay. But the best areas of both of these two existing parks in Florida are the Harry Potter areas. Those are incredibly well done, highly immersive. And to me, the Hagrid's motorbike adventure ride is on par with, with any ride that I've been on. I mean, it, it can be up there with guardians, Tron, that kind of stuff. It's, it's that good. And it's that, it's not just a coaster. It, it has certain parts that are immersive. It has animatronics on the ride. I mean, all kind of stuff. It's a kind of an all immersive thing. So anyways, that's their most um, comparable to Disney. And it's just a couple sections of both parks. So it's really not. And, you know, Brian, I remember we did an episode a while back where I went to Universal and compared it to Disney, even though it's not comparable, really. Right, 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 right. And it, I just, I really, we really didn't enjoy ourselves, but we liked the Harry Potter area. But this just looks different. I mean, it looks as if they are trying to make it sort of magical and a cohesive kind of theming. So I really do think that where the other parks will lack in trying to compare a little bit to Disney or to try to, um, you know, be a direct competition. This one's going to come through with that. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. I mean, the, the guy said the, uh, the CEO of universal parks was saying that in that promotional video now, and he, that's kind of how he said it. Now guests will be able to come for an entire week to enjoy our parks. So they're, they're going to try to, you know, they're probably going to release promo. I mean, this is just totally opinion me guessing, but they're probably going to release promos to, to do a full week there, you know, four or five nights, uh, ticket deal with room kind of promo packages, because now you're going to have enough to fill a week. And how is that going to affect the Disney crowd? Because you know, it's going to be slammed at least for a year and they, they probably won't offer annual passes or that's the rumor is they probably won't offer annual passes that include Epic for a while because of the crowds. So how will that affect Disney or will it affect it at all? You know, just, well, well, okay. So I could tell you right now, the stock dropped more than half a point today, but um, after this announcement, it, it, it closed a little bit higher, but um, it's a big one. It's a direct competition. Now it's going to be, you know, we got another year and a half. Um, we'll see what happens. But the thing is, I know D23 is happening soon, right? Um, they Maybe they're going to announce something, but there's nothing going to get done in time for this, right? There, there's no... I saw some work being done. You know, as a matter of fact, I did see some work being done in the UK pavilion, and I was surprised. I said, maybe there's maybe they're working on the the Mary Poppins ride, but I thought they, they weren't going to do that. There was a lot... I don't know if you saw that. There was... There yeah, was there's some scaffolding. Scaffolding up. all over the place, yeah. Maybe they're Even just in the back too. or something, but... I, I, don't, I don't know, know. but yeah, so... but. But um, but otherwise, I don't know what they're going to have done. The, the Tiana ride's not going to going to compete with this, um, you know. Definitely not the new Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, but I uh, I I don't know what else is going to come in there and that's going to compete with this. I mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a you know, there's a lot of theme parks around the area. Okay, you, you've got. Not just Universal, but you have SeaWorld, you have Discovery Cove, which is not really a theme park. You have the fun spots, which are not theme parks at all. They're just like glorified fair areas. But then you go to Legoland, which is definitely a theme park. Peppa Pig World, which is popular for the toddlers. You Right there at Tampa, you have Busch Gardens, 
you have several water parks. I don't know if I said SeaWorld or not, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you have a lot of parks, but those are all like one day kind of places. You know what I mean? But this is universal. I think really, like I said, trying to become a multi day actual like vacation destination, which as you know, that was Walt's vision for the Florida project was to become a vacation destination. You go there, you go to Magic Kingdom, you go to Epcot. Yeah, you don't want to leave the land. Like, and that, and that's the big thing, Evan. Like, like you know, uh, you know, my recent, I'm recent, um, seven, eight, nine days trip. I, I don't want to leave. Like, I like to be in my room, open yeah. my bags, stay yeah. there, right? Sleep in the same bed every night. That's the greatest part about being on these longer vacations. You get to do that kind of stuff. Right. I don't want to take it, get a car, get in a car and leave the area. I want to be able to get, you know, do everything I want to do yeah. right there. Yeah. And looks like you can do that here. Now, what you said, you're not going to be able to go to the other parks as easy, but I think there's enough to keep you busy in this park. Well, uh, and I think what will help that immersive feeling is that, you know, they're going to, I don't know what they're going to do, Brian. I don't. <laughs> I don't really know if they're going to open up a bus lane or, or how they're going to make it because Universal Boulevard is busy. So okay. can you imagine if you were going from, I don't know, Coronado to Magic Kingdom or, or from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom? Okay, that's that's a long trek. And there was, you know, a ton of traffic on the roads. I mean, Disney property, you don't have that, right? Because it's just Disney. Yeah. But Universal Boulevard is pretty crowded so i don't know how they're going to answer this the last thing that a universal guest is going to want is for you're you're trying to park hop or you're trying to start your day and say you're staying in helios the the one that's connected to epic and you want to go to islands of adventure you're waking up to go there and it takes you 30 to 45 minutes to get over there because you have a traffic or yeah a traffic red, jam or an accident or red lights yeah. broken or something just something crazy like that so I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to build a bus lane to where they can do it? But that's a huge negative in my opinion. But what's going to help with the immersive factor a little bit is if you are on a universal bus, it'll make it feel it not as if you're leaving property as much because you'll still feel like you're, you know, on a universal piece of transportation. But other than that, it's not going to have the same bubble effect that Disney has whatsoever. It's just not the same, but We'll but but we'll see. And again, but if you stay in this area now, see my whole thing is if I'm going to pay the money to stay at Helios, I'm going to spend my time in this in, in Epic yeah. Adventure, right? Yeah. Epic Universe, and and that's where I'm going to spend because there's a lot. There's gonna be a lot to do there. Um, yeah. Again, in the first couple of years, the crowds are going to be, you know, horrible. So that's yeah. that's the other thing too. Is it's going to? I I just can't even comprehend. The crowd that's going to be at Super Nintendo World, World on day one. It's going to be beyond Galaxy's Edge day one, which was which yeah. was pretty intense, right? Um, this is this is people have been waiting for this. This has and, been something that's been like because because it, it does exist elsewhere. Yeah, um, but people have been waiting for this. Yeah, and you know it's not again. You know, of course, obviously, Spoonies. This is we Disney has a special place in our heart and it always will, but. We're just saying, I guess the, the purpose of this episode is to bring awareness to what is about to open right next door to Disney and pose the question. So bring awareness and then pose a question. Pose the question of 
how is Disney going to respond to this? Um, and that's that's really what I'm looking for is to see what is going to be well, their answer to this. Yeah. Now here's the here's the things a couple things I'm looking at. One is, hey, it might be good for a while for a Disney fan because maybe the crowds won't be as bad, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I I do anticipate. There's going to be that. There's going to be that because, you know, so many people can go to Florida at the same time, even though there might be people that normally wouldn't be coming, going. Um, I, I would see at least we'll hit maybe hit some low crowds for, a, you know, for a short period until things balance out because p- things always balance. Um, Disney fans are Disney fans. and they're, they're, I don't think that's going to happen. What's going to happen is there's going to be a trend of people who don't spend all their time at Walt Disney World. Now, the other thing that I do worry about, Evan, is what I've heard is that Universal is going to pay their people more money yep. to try to draw the really good cast members away from Disney. So this is the time I think Disney has to come back and say, hey, guess what, guys? we got to pay our people better. So maybe that might be, yep. a, you know, the positive that happens here, um, that, you know, they want to keep some of these, you know, loyal cast members that are, you know, I am telling you, I there's nothing, I, I can't even tell you how great from my previous trip that, the, the cast members are just are still amazing, yeah. amazing. And I can't, I hate when people say they're not because I am telling you, I could give, I already have like 15 examples of just above and beyond um, situations where people were just wonderful to us. Um, and, and some stuff that I, like I've gone out of my way to write, write ups a couple of these people for how, you know, the, what they've done, they did for us on our trip. And that is something that no other. And I know, remember you talked about Dollywood and, you know, it, this that's a disney thing their their customer service is mm, yeah to this point still the best like i don't so oh it is yeah now you know you know they've they've stolen some imagineers and you know and brought them over to help maybe yep. they've brought some customer service people over to, to you know to say okay what kind of fundamentals you teach your people what you know how do we how can we combat with that because they're not going to it's not going to be easy but if they get people to jump ship and go over there that would be a really, really big loss because yeah, then they have to absolutely. start from scratch again. Absolutely. I mean, you know, a couple thoughts. One is with cast members, you're correct. It, it's often in customer service. If you find someone that's nice, they're like the exception to the rule. But with Disney, it's on the flip side. If you, if somebody online, which people love to complain online, you know, of course, but if someone online finds a bad encounter with a cast member, that is the exception of the rule. The rule is outstanding customer service all the time from everyone. And if you have a bad apple every once in a while, that's the exception. And there's nowhere out there that's like that. You know, when we went to Universal, were people nice? Of course. Was the customer service great? Of course. But they were not over, overly, you know, above and beyond like Disney is. It's just different. It's how they train their people. And you know, you're creating quality people at not a premium price. So what are you going to do about that if something like like an Epic starts, you know, recruiting for those people and, and start saying, hey, look at this new park we just did. It's everything that Disney is and more, you know, whatever they, they could say that and come work for us and we'll pay you more and come be awesome over here because we're awesome, too. And what's what's somebody going to say to that? No, I mean you're, they're going to no, think about it. No, especially when you're especially when you're not making you know again you're not making a lot. A lot of the people 
like there's some cast members that that's their their bread and butter, but there's others people that you know maybe at the retirement age that they just right. they want to you know pay some bills and they work work someplace that they like and they, and and they and they just care about hey you know are they treating me good am I getting good wages am I do I get a good job that that keeps me happy and if they get that they'll be happy um you know Disney seems to do that right now for a lot of them and again I. I've talked to a lot of people. I, I I can't wait to talk about some of these situations because there was um, one of our, one of my friends who was on the trip with us. She she did a, a survey on Epcot one day, and it was I just I can't wait to tell you guys about it. But but that's that's the kind of stuff that um, I want to see happen. I, I want to make sure that we don't lose these people that are that are just as important to our trip as anything else. You know, to me, to me, the Disney, the Disney experience, of course, the parks, the food, the, the, the customer service, it's, it's kind of equal to me now at this point, at this point in my life, it's, it's, I'm, you know, I'm balancing it out. Do I, you know, some people care more about running around and going to the park. We always talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, I mean, I love the rides. I love the parks. I love the magic. I love all that stuff. I love the restaurants. I think the restaurants are still you know, very top notch. Um, yeah, their food is fabulous. You know, as long as you go to the right ones, but I think they're, they are, they're fat. The food's fabulous and the customer service is beyond fabulous. And that's the stuff that I don't want to lose. And I worry about that. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, Evan, I'm, I am, that is my big, one of my biggest concerns, my biggest concern, you know, great. Hey, we're going to have a little bit of lull in, in crowd. I think that'll balance out. But yeah. but the, but the but the employment again I don't know I, I don't think it's going to be as easy as hey we're going to pay you two dollars more an hour come work for us it's going to be no. they're going to have to give them more things you know right. I know Disney Disney gives them some benefits and I know the retirees get a good deal but if they get if they beat that they're going to probably look into it right they're, you know they're doing their research oh yeah I mean absolutely and and a lot of them have left you know, Disney already for universal. So there's friend connections there and people are reaching out to friends and saying, Hey, well, what do you think? I mean, you've been working there for three months, six months, a year now, whatever. What do you think? Oh, it's great. It's much better than what it was over there. Let's, you know, come on over. And that's not going to get a lot of people like you're saying because of Disney and you're working for the brand of Disney, which is a huge thing altogether. And that brings, you know, some weight behind it that would, it's different. It's value. That's not monetary value. It's brand value that you, you have working and, and work pride for your company, but th- you're going to lose some of that in translation. Uh, yeah. Side note, I was thinking about this and, you know, a good friend of our show, Agisleth, she posted online and she doesn't even know I saw this. So if you're listening, I just left, um, thank you for listening to the show and you're awesome. And we, we love you as a part of the show, but one of the comments she said, because she, you know she's a huge Universal fan and she's a huge Disney fan, and she had a cool uh, kind of metaphor. She said it's like your mom and your dad. You know, you love them both, but you have special moments with one of them or the other that just stick out in your mind. And I think that's how a lot of people view these parks. Now, to me, I I'm not a huge fan of Universal at all. I've just not had a great experience there anytime I've gone. Now. Epic may change this like we're talking about, but for a lot of people like her and a ton of others, they, they hold different places in their heart, in, in their heart, you know, based on different things. And so, you know, what is this going to, if you put it on a balance scale for people like that, 
is Epic going to make the balance teeter to one side and maybe become the favorite or teeter to the other side? You know, I mean, that's kind of what's hanging in the balance for a lot of people. No, and, and yeah, I agree with you. She is probably one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. She's a wonderful person. She's got a wonderful family. Yep. Um, her her kids and her husband's husband's also an awesome guy. Um, but they, she got a job with Dizzy. Yep. Um, and, and so she's, she, you know, that's where her heart is, but I, I guarantee you, uh, Universal is tugging on that heart. Yeah. And uh, I, I, there's a lot of other people, um, that will say the same thing. Like, you know, um, um, Mike McGee, like, yep. And Krista, yep. though, they, they are, they are the same, they're the same way. They're at heart, they're dizzy, but you know, Universal tugs at that for them. Yeah. And we will see that more and more from a lot of the people we know. Because now the tug is going to be a little bit tougher. And I, I can foresee, yeah, yeah, I could foresee honestly, Brian, like someone like me who's semi-ish local now, and and saying, you know, once Epic's open for a couple of years, I'm like, hey, everybody, Disney's still my favorite. I love Disney. We're annual pass holders, but I don't really like Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. But let me tell you something. Epic universe is like my guilty pleasure. It's, it's what I cheat on Disney with. I mean, I could see that happening, you know, like Epic being that, that one park, not universal or islands that you're just like totally enthralled with as a Disney fan and could be close to what you love about Disney in a totally separate spot. And it could be something that, Hey, what if it's thrown into the rotation with our family? What are you doing this Saturday? Well, we typically on Saturdays we've been going to Disney, but we're going to Epic because well, we really well, like nah, it. So now what they'll do is now and see, hopefully this will work in our favor. Because one of the things that I used to love about the longer stay Disney trips is that you made out after four or five days with your with the cost of your tickets. Like if you're getting, you know, yeah, you're getting yeah. an extended ticket. You don't make as much savings now in that you do. You make some, but you don't make as much. Right. Right. Um, I have a feeling that Disney's going to have to go back to that to get people to stay. Right. I mean, they're, they're not going to want because because really and truly, let's say you stay five days. And, and so between your fifth and sixth days or your fourth and fifth days, they're not that much of a big discount. The odds of you going to Epic are higher because you're not saving that much you know yeah, yeah if the if if it was back the way it used to be where like your fifth day was like only twenty dollars more than your previous day that kept you that kept you there mm-hmm. right yep. and yep. to my whole theory with my theory of that was always they'd rather you be in the park that day spending money on mm-hmm. food and stuff like that than staying in your hotel room and, and calling calling room service or you know, just going to the grocery store or go or buying something outside of the, the parks so for them it's it was worth to get you back in the park, spend more money, you know, cause you're already there anyway. And that was their way to get their money back. And I think that, that whole, that worked, but now it's not that much of a savings day to day as it previously was. Um, and cause it used to be drastic, drastic. I, I mean, Evan, it was like to the point where oh yeah, five to six days, it wasn't, it was almost like the sixth day was like, it was like no money at all, you know, for a family of four, like, okay, whatever, let's just take the, you know, I would buy that sixth day. We'd probably only go for, um, you know, a couple hours, but I wouldn't care because it wasn't a loss of money. Well, and it's not, not discount, like that, what no. you're saying is, is, you know, it's a brilliant business call because you're making all your profit the first few days on that family. 
and then you're making your the rest of your profit in the parks when they're buying stuff. It's Correct. brilliant, you know. Oh, it worked, and it works. But they they got a little they got a little greedy. Yep. And there was no competition, so now they're doing that now again. And I would say, Epic's gonna have to do the same thing. Like because yep. if they want, you know, if if I, I don't remember the man's name who was speaking on the video, but um, he was trying to do his little Josh Tomorrow type cop copy there. He was you know if you saw yeah, that he, right. he it was all scripted. It was so well done. Oh yeah, um, it was. He says he wants people to come for the whole week. Yeah. Well, you got to make it. You got to make it in their favor. You can't because they're going to go to Dis- they're going to go to Disney if they if they have an opportunity or they're going to go to Discovery Cove or they're going to do something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, are they going to be able to stay seven days now? Maybe with this they will. Right. I mean, you could not at Epic. You couldn't stay seven days. I mean, you, I don't think there's enough to. I think there will be plenty to do for two days at Epic. Yeah. Maybe three, but definitely two, and you could do two there. Definitely two more doing Universal and Islands. Do a day at the water park, maybe a resort day. You're up to six days now, so yeah, I mean you're you're getting up there. So, but they have to make it worth your while. They right? do. They can't. Yeah. They can't keep the prices super high for every day. So that's going to be interesting. I'm I'm I am so curious about this now because there's so many dynamics, and we we're talking about all these things right now. Maybe we have to have some. You know, we have time, but we have we have more time. This might be something to get some of the, uh, you know, talk. You'll get yeah, some we'll people get some that we panel, know that are more, more, more. The people that the people that have more to say in this have more knowledge in the background. There might be some some other people, excellent guests we can get to come and talk about it because there's more to this than we know, and there's going to be a lot. So, so you got to think about this right now. Today, in the Disney boardroom. Everybody's going, wow, this is pretty wild. I just saw. Now, who knows? From what I hear, both sides have, you know, secret people that work for both organizations. This is the truth. It's, it's the truth, too. They have <laughs> people that, that work their double agents. Yeah, they do have those. Supposedly, what I hear, both 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 companies have them. And um, so, but they're, but they're seeing this for the first time and they're saying, like, wow, okay. Now, I could see, you know, Bob Iger's going, okay, guys, what do we have? In the what do we have in the in the mill here right now? What are we gonna what do we talk about? And they're like, yeah. well, we have uh, I don't know what we're gonna have right now. I mean, we have we have a new popcorn stand open up in in, in uh, <laughs> Fantasyland. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, so what do we what do we have in? Because there's nothing being built right now. There's not land cleared that I could see. Right. right. Um, nothing that basically is something to point fingers at. While you go look at Epic, and I did get to see that from the balloon. Yeah, me too. It's, there's, there's work getting done, right? Yeah. There's work getting done right now. Yeah, and I saw it from the Ferris wheel. So, I mean, it's, it, it was okay. right there. I mean, and that's another thing. There's a ton of stuff right there. There's Top Golf. There's the Ferris wheel. <clears throat> my, last, my last closing thought is, is something I wanted to mention because you were you're talking about it just then. And then after this, I'm, I'm done. And any closing thoughts you have, Brian? But I want to talk about the discounts because you're right. You have to make it worth the while. But just, just a comment. I get emails all the time and I don't know if Brian, you may not be signed up for like universal promo emails and stuff like no, that, I'm but, not. but they do ridiculous discounts. Okay. Disney does like up to 30% off rooms. Like that's one of their best ones, right? Or free dining or, you know, that's a couple of their top tiers, but universal does stuff like buy two days, get two days free. I mean, they do, uh, do four days for 200 bucks. I mean, their discounts that they release are absolutely insane compared to Disney. 
Um, I remember the, the buy two parks days, get two park days free. That one was a recent promo they just did. And I was looking at that like, wow, you're getting four days for the price of two. And Disney would never come close to something like that. But it's but in argument, it's because they don't have to. But will they, now, do have, they have, do they have a, what type of infrastructure do they have? Do they have something like magic bands or anything like that? N- no, they don't. They, they sell lanyards. So like they're big on promoting lanyards. So that would be almost their equivalent. Like, you know how you get your, your card, just like yeah. Disney, you could get a card, Pat. So that's what you would get at, at universal is like a card and you would slip that into your lanyard and they sell a ton of lanyards just like they do magic. Bands. And you can, have, you can use it to buy things with. Um, I think so. You can definitely it's also use your it. room key. It's your room key. You can use it to get in your room. You can use it to do like um, their their fast lane, and you can use it to get in the park. I don't know about buy. I can't remember. It's been a while. But I know that the water park has something like that to where they give you the Tapu Tapu band, and you can't leave with it. It's something that's just for the park. But it makes it to where you can pay and all that kind of stuff, so you can go leave your wallet in the locker all day you have your swimsuit on and stuff and you just wear this band. You can pay with it. Every ride that's a major ride at the water park has a virtual queue, essentially that you go, instead of having to wait, you know, that's the worst part of a water park, right? Is to get in two things. One, get in the tubes that you yeah. have to carry up all those stairs and then waiting in the line in the baking sun for an hour. Right. Yeah. So right. they solved that. You don't have to walk up any stairs with any tube. Every ride that requires a tube, they're at the top now at, at Volcano. Oh, really? Bay. And secondly, they solved the issue of waiting in a line. So now, anytime you want to go ride one of their rides, you get your Tapu Tapu band. It's a it's a Hawaiian-themed kind of poly uh, theme or whatever park, right? So you just walk up to that ride, you tap it, and you get a return time to come back. So you can go do whatever. Go to the Lazy River, go to the wave pool, go sit in a chair, so you just can, that's how you ride and do things at Volcano Bay. So they have totally revolutionized the water park experience much more than any other at Volcano Bay. But, you know, back to the discount thing, I think Disney's going to have to start responding with some discounts that are similar or definitely better than what they do now to try to entice people when it gets down to it. Yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be, I mean, I, you know, we know, I guarantee you right now, there are people up all night tonight starting the planning. They're going to, Disney will come back with something. They're going to, they're not going to go down, you know, they're, they're going to go down swinging. They're yeah. not going to give up a fight. They're going to come up with something. Now, again, we saw plans for a lot, a lot of new parks, like behind, behind um, Big Thunder Mountain. And yeah. there's room over there. There's land. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. There's even land, there's even land, you know, where the contemporary and Bailey tower is to the left of them. There's land over there too. They could, yep. they could do something. There's land near animal kingdom, right? There's land over there. Um, they have land to go. Move. It's just like, I think they have to have the right plans. Mm-hmm. And yep. the one thing about Disney that Disney does think about really, their infrastructure is really important. They got to make sure, you know, is there transportation? Yep. Um, what, you know, what does this mean you know, with the hotels? What does this mean with, with food, what does this mean? With all that stuff, they they do care about that, and they they that's part of their planning. Again, I don't know, you know, what the, what's the infrastructure here? Do they have? Do they have? Does Epic have utilidors? Does Epic have? You know what's you know yeah. what kind of? That's why I asked you about the Magic Band because that's going to be big. That's still big because the bigger you go, that whole um, 
using debit cards, using things like that, it gets to be more of a pain when you're traveling. As I love the fact that I don't have to bring my wallet anywhere. I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? It's yeah. amazing. You can't you can't beat that. It's just you don't you just don't have to think about it. Or if I bring my wallet, I have it. I don't have to ever bring pull it out because unless it's an emer- unless for some reason something's not working, otherwise, um, I have my magic band. I love that. That's to this day, that's one of my favorite things about the Disney parks. Is you just like click, boom, here you go. Yep. Um, that is great. They have to they have to do something like that too. That's yep. super important. Well, you know, good episode here. I'm I'm really curious to see what's going to come out of it. I'm really curious to start hearing when they release ride details. We only know of what a few of the rides are going to be so far at Epic. So, you know, what are those going to be like? Are they going to compete with anything? I mean, it's really funny. We didn't mention this, but the How to Train Your Dragon, they did mention that you'll be able to fly on the back it of the It kind of looks like Flight of Passage. Which is like Flight of Passage. I'm like, okay, well, that's their response to that. So How about the new carousel? There was a carousel. Carousel in the middle. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, wow, well, that's not really thrilling me. But yeah, but the other things, they look pretty wild. Yeah, and, and we're going to see what those are going to be. You know, and you know there's going to be a Mario Kart racing thing. You yeah. know that. Um, it, I just looked at the pictures they had. Like, you know, a lot of the stuff you can find out about what's going to happen in Super Nintendo World from the other parks. But from what I hear, they're going to have different things here, too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, because there's more room. Um, so, uh, like, I'm dying for that part. That, you know, I have to say, this is, I never, I've never said this when we've talked about Universal. There's nothing that ever made me want to, you know, not go to, like, you know, hey, we're not going to go to Epcot today. We're going to go to Universal. And like, no, no, that's yeah, not happening. totally agree. Is it a, is it a, maybe if it's a, a day that we're not doing something, fine, then I'll go, then I would go. Um, but now, it's like, okay, I might, you know, I might have to do my rankings better. It would be like Epcot number one, um, maybe number two, Super Nintendo World. Who knows, right? Because it might be, right. it might be that worth, that much for me to go over there, just to go for that. I, I could care less about the Harry Potter stuff. I really don't. And, you know, do I do I anticipate myself reading or watching Harry Potter movies now? I don't think so. I'm not going to. Um, oh, I, I just haven't, I haven't I haven't had the draw to do that. <laughs> but Dark Universe? Oh, my God, Evan. I can't wait to go yeah, get. That's, imagine that's getting a meet and greet with Frankenstein. I yeah. mean, come on. That's awesome. How great would that be? So That'd that, be cool. yeah. I can't wait to tell my friend Bob. My I, I have a good friend, Bobby, who we go out to all these you know, Comic-Con things and stuff. He collects all those, all the, the epic, you know, the real old universal mo- monsters. So he's look, he's looked, you know, he likes to find the, the uh, real, this is yeah. this one, you know, he, and he gets, and he finds them. We find, the... we find them all that stuff. We find them, right. And we find, we look for certain ones that he look, he's looking for. He's going to die to go there. Mm-hmm. This will be like, his, he's never seen anything like this. This is something that, you know, just, let's just like with us, you know, being Star Wars fans, thinking you're never going to see the Millennium Falcon. And I've, I know yeah. I've told the story, but when I, even the other day when I saw it, I I have to take a step back because I just never thought in my life I'd ever see something like that. Right? That's right. just so amazing. So to be able to see a land devoted to these classic, classic monsters, that's great. You know, even though we're gonna, I wish we could get Abbott and Costello there, then it'll be even better. But Hint, hint. That's like one of my favorites. Did you ever see Abbott and Costello when they, the the one where they all every one of those monsters they go to some like hotel and every one of those monsters is there? I don't think so. Oh, I have to find the name of the movie for you. It's 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 hilarious. It's hilarious. But okay. But either way, this is going to be interesting, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. 
again, we're still we're always Team Disney. We're not absolutely we're not we're not not Team Disney. But just like anything else, there are other things in Orlando. Orlando is a pretty wild town. There's a lot there to offer, and they're making your you know your vacation destination better. But yep. I don't want to see the challenges to Disney because it's just not. I, I don't want that to happen. So I would like to see. I think I want to use this in our favor. Maybe Disney's going to come back with something that's going to combat this. You know what? They, they're, they're going to think of something. Um, so but we'll see what happens. Maybe they're going to go buy it. We'll read the news tomorrow. Disney buys Universal. No, um, <laughs> yeah. Not, we'll not we'll really see. No, we'll see. So this is great. Great episode. Very timely. Um, and I, I, and you know, next week we'll go back to our normal rotation, but this is, this was, this was worth doing today. Absolutely, man. Well, good closing thoughts. Spoonies, you can get the conversation going in our Facebook group, a spoonful of podcasts, Spoonie nation. We want to hear your thoughts on Epic. Find us on Instagram, on Twitter. You can email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com. And of course, lastly, don't forget to rate and review our shows. We really appreciate it. And without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of Disney waters. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcasts. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of podcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast the return to civilization.